Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is Wednesday, August 26, 2020, and welcome to episode number 878, 22 episodes away from the Big 900 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you. As we <clears throat> back online here with you, of course, as we get ready to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman Jared D. Drama right now at this time are both indisposed here. We're not sure about GTS's status, but we do believe that J.D. will be making an honor a little bit later on. So I'll be taking care for the time being of your wrestling news and views here for tonight, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. But also on our talk shoe uh, chat box here, ladies and gentlemen, we do have our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here tonight, provided by, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is a 2016 and 2020 WWS Hall of Famer. And also a part of the team that brings you WWUS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. John, we thank you very much, and thank you for uh, popping in here with us here tonight. We do appreciate it. If you care to chime in, of course, hopefully we'll have some more folks popping, popping on here momentarily. But if you care to pop in on anything and everything that we plan on talking about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is one six zero five five six two zero four 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 caller ID one three eight zero five five pound the magic six numbers and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we wish it, that we that we plan to talk about here tonight. Uh, of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays this evening, we will of course, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, uh, talk about though, um, and also we'll have this a couple of these things in the news here in just a moment. Some things that we have heard, of course, just now, just recently here, of course, from uh, some of the results here of NXT. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do plan on, of course, talking about the SmackDown matches from this past uh, Sunday's SummerSlam event. Hopefully, we'll have some more folks on so we can, of course, go over this discussion here big time. Uh, <clears throat> and also here, of course, here, 
some other some other of course tidbits will be brought to your will be brought to your attention here as well here tonight as well some rest of extras so we'll definitely have that all here for you here this evening as we get started here it is 9:24 p.m. Eastern time as we said on Wednesday August 26 2020 and we now as we now we go of course to of course uh for lebanmania.com which of course we do thank them for allowing us here in the WWUS radio network for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows of course including Revol- in addition to Revolution of course Wolfpack Raw Radio Outside the Ropes Power Hour WWS this morning and others uh, we do of course have a couple we do have of course a couple of uh, NXT stories to start us off with so we'll go ahead and get right to it uh, courtesy of Jeremy Thomas here. Uh, apparently here, uh, and there's also going to be a video and pictures of it, courtesy of Jeremy Thomas at 411 Mania. But apparently uh, uh, tonight's edition of NXT, it looks like the NXT tag team titles actually changed hands. Yes, and yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and bring this story up here to, up here to your attention. Of course, we have new NXT tag team champions following this week's episode of NXT. Rizongo defeated Marcel Barthel and Fabian Aitner of Imperium on tonight's show to win the championships. Tyler Breeze and Fandango earned their title shot via triple threat match at NXT TakeOver. Of course, there are pics and video from the match, of course, on the page if you want to check it out. This win marks Rizongo's first WWE title reign, either as a team or individually. Imperial's tag team title reign, which was their first, ends in 105 days. They won the titles. On the May 13th episode of NXT. Uh, of course, NXT posted this at 8.18 p.m. here tonight on their Twitter account. At WWE Fandango and at mm, Gorgeous. Don't want to waste a single second tonight. Hashtag Imperiums at Marcel underscore B underscore WWE. And at Fabian Aitner defend the hashtag WVNXT, hashtag tag team titles against hashtag Brizongo, of course, right now on USA, on at USA underscore network. Of course, <clears throat> of course, um, this was said at 8.21 p.m. here tonight. At Gorgeous and at WV Fandango have a golden opportunity right now on hashtag WVNXT. Can hashtag Brizongo win the big one or will we see an Imperium celebration? This was at 8.21. At 8.20, uh, uh, of course, uh, WB Universe uh, Twitter account posted just gorgeous with, of course, the smiling face with the two hearts for eyes there. Hashtag WB NXT at mm, gorgeous at Marcel underscore B underscore WWE. And at 8.22 p.m. NXT post, that is some chef's kiss teamwork. Hashtag WVNXT, at WVFondango, at Gorgeous, at Fabian Aitner. And also WWE posts at 8.29 p.m. here tonight. Simply put, about time, at Gorgeous and at WVFondango win their first titles in at WVE as they capture the hashtag WVNXT tag, hashtag tag team titles from hashtag Imperium, hashtag and new. <laughs> of course, there are several others um, here, um, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we won't go through all of the tweets right there, but of course, uh, 
Um, but definitely check it out right there. Of course, so the congratulations, of course, are in order, ladies and gentlemen, as Brizongo picks up the NXT Tag Team titles over Imperium here tonight. Speaking of NXT, we do have an update here uh, concerning something that did take place this that did put that did that we was talked about this past Saturday. Uh, that actually something that did that did happen on Saturday here on NXT. Uh, Jimmy Thomas brings us this story a very, a very 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 painful one. Carrying Cross, unfortunately, Jimmy Thomas Carrying Cross did report this. Carrying Cross relinquishes NXT title due to separated to a separated shoulder. Carrying Cross's NXT Championship reign has ended early as he has given the title up due to his injury. On tonight's episode of NXT, Cross came out with Scarlett to start the show and said that the separated shoulder, they suffered his title win over Keith Lee at NXT TakeOver 30. He said he will not be able to defend the title while he recovers, resulting in his needing to relinquish the belt. Cross said earlier this week that he doesn't expect to be out long, but, but, had, not, but had not at that time had an MRI done. There's no word on how long he will be away from the ring. Here's some, of course, there's some pics and, of course, a uh, video from the segment here, here uh, below. Um, so apparently, uh, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, the like I said, carrying uh, uh, cross. Uh, of course, like I said, we'll, we'll be, of course, like I said, we'll be out for a little while here recovery. But unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, right now that means as, as of this moment, the NXT championship belt is currently vacant. So we'll have to wait and see what all happens here, of course, with that. I'm sure William Regal and Triple H will, of course, be making an announcement about that at some point here in the near future. Jeremy Thomas, of course, brings us this story here tonight as Miro, of course, formerly known as Rusev in WWE, Reveals what he considers the biggest compliment that Vince McMahon ever gave him. Miro took to Twitter on Wednesday and revealed what he considers to be the greatest compliment that, compliment that Vince McMahon ever gave him. Of course, the former Rusev was tagged in a picture of him taking a spear from Roman Reigns, which he retweeted and referred to himself as a professional spear taker. When a fan expressed appreciation for Miro's ability to sell, Miro noted that Vincent Mann gave him some instructions about that, not to sell like Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, that I took that as the biggest compliment he ever gave me. Miro was among WWE's cuts in April when they released a host of talent amid the rise of the pandemic, and, and since has been busy, busy as a Twitch streamer and content creator. So, so, so apparently there you go. Now, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Miro, I think, was diagnosed here not too long ago um, with with that with that virus as well. Um, uh, let's see here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see if we have an, what else we have here to talk about. Yes, we have this story right here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas has a story as the Usos send a message to every WWE tag team countdown to return. The Usos are looking to 
return to WWE TV from the looks of it, sending a message to every tag team in the company. Jay and Jimmy Uso have been off of TV for the most part since Jimmy suffered a knee injury at WrestleMania 36. Jimmy was expected to be out of the ring for six to nine months, but it looks like he may be able to come back early if the tweet is accurate. And, of course, Uso has post, posted this uh this, this Twitter um, at uh, 3.58 p.m. this afternoon said, PSA, every at WV tag team, do you hashtag Uso countdown. So so they've put out, they put out the word to all the tag teams in WWE. So hopefully they'll be back here soon because I'm sure that at some point here they could possibly, uh, they don't have a whole lot going on with the tag teams here. So hopefully Uso's can return here soon. Of course, also we go back to, of course, an NXT, an NXT story here as Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this tonight. That WWE officially, uh, officially reveals that Wade, officially reveals Wade Barrett for tonight's NXT show. It is official. The first ever NXT winner himself, Wade Barrett, is doing commentary on tonight's episode of NXT. WWE made the news, which was reported, of course, yesterday. Official with a video showing Barrett joined Joseph at the broadcasting booth, as, of course, as the video, of course, is on the Twitter handle here. <clears throat> the previous report noted that all indications that, that there are that this is just a one-shot deal and not an indication that he'll be with NXT going forward. He'll be Barrett's first WWE appearance since when he left the company in 2016. Uh, and of course, this is posted at 6:26 p.m. On, tonight on the NXT Twitter account. Says, "I'm afraid we got some good news. Look who's joining at Vic Joseph WWE on commentary tonight on hashtag WWE NXT hashtag Wade Barrett." There you go. So it was good to good to hear good to hear from Wade Barrett there again. He's been bit, but I mean, he's been keeping busy. Uh, uh, Jeremy Thomas has this story right here. As Pat McAfee understands why people doubted him ahead of NXT Takeover 30, and also talks a potential future match. Of course, there's been some hinting that he may he may decide to come back and have another match at some time down the road. Pat McAfee spoke with CBS Sports and discussed his match with Adam Cole in NXT TakeOver 30, possibly getting back in the ring and more. Here are some highlights. On those who were doubting him getting a match at NXT TakeOver, McAfee says, As a lifelong wrestling fan, I completely understand where everybody was coming from. I always hated the thought of an outsider coming into this profession that I love and enjoy watching. I think it's known by everyone that normally the outsider is there to try to get a little pop how to put themselves over, and they rarely put on anything that has anything worthy of being a good match. That's something that I think has always been pretty disrespectful to anybody that made a living wrestling. I very much understand anybody that was a little bit upset about it, or a lot bit upset about it, especially because NXT has never done anything like that before. Being such a fan, I could understand where the potential hatred was coming from from people. I also knew that there was a chance that I was going to hopefully go in there and put on a show for people. I'm not looking back and grading it, it was kind of weird to watch it when I got home. I got a chance to watch it back from the, from, for the first time, and it was kind of weird. To be honest, it was just a surreal moment to see me 
of course, in the ring with Corey Graves, a guy I've known for a long time, calling it with Vic and Beth. It was one of them, it was one of those surreal moments. I'm trying not to be too critical of myself. I messed up a lot of things in there, but I think we put on a hell of a show. On his big moves during the match, he says, being a fan, you always have those freak athletes. Shelton Benjamin is obviously the guy that made me the, made the leap up to the top, leap up to the top rope, something awesome. Being a fan, I was all, I was always drawn to the people who were very athletic. Granted, you have to be able to talk and all that to put on a good show. But for me, I enjoyed the athleticism of people. I always had these grand visions of, of it. Of if, I, if I ever got into a ring, what I would like to do and what I think I could do if I ever got a chance to try it in a match. I think when I was flying through the air on that backflip when he pushed me off, I think there was a couple of moments there where I thought, oh, I'm flying through the air right now. This is pretty cool. I had never done that before, so I had no idea if I was going to land, land it or not. Happily, I stuck the landing, getting back up there to do the Shelton Benjamin jump and do the suplex. Going into the corner there, there was a little bit of wonder on whether or not I was going to be able to get up there, but it worked out, and I'm very thankful for that. On another potential match, McAfee says, It's very interesting because Triple H referenced a conversation he and I had a couple years ago when I first got a chance to work the kickoff shows for NXT. I told him I wanted to be a weapon for WWE and how I wanted him to induct me into the WWE Hall of Fame. And so much has happened since that conversation. So I may have ever getting a chance to get in the ring, this Adam Cole situation, the way it all kind of happened was just a perfect opportunity for that to happen. The conversation about it, about what happens after, it never really happened. For, for, for me, I never even really thought about it. I talked this morning on my show about how it was such a cool bucket list thing for me because I've dreamed about it since I was 10 or 11 years old. Now we're at the point where, yeah, it was awesome. Do I want to do it again? I don't know. I think a lot of my friends that I have that I have that are in the business are like, oh, wait until you see what it's like in front of a crowd. I'm like, wait, I don't know what that's going to happen. I don't know when that's going to happen. But they said, no, you have to do it in front of a crowd. I think that's all up in the air right now. I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen. I assume Mr. H and I are going to have a conversation about it at some point. But right now, I'm just trying to enjoy the hell out of the moment. And I just enjoyed it. I was able to, to perform at TakeOver 30. Uh, let's get you a couple more in before, of course, we have, uh, of course, we, before we get into our wrestling history and birthdays here. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight on the current rumored lineup. This is not the official, but this is a rumored lineup, ladies and gentlemen. For Impact's Bound for Glory 2020. FIFO reports that Impact Wrestling already has several things that are planned for this year's Bound for Glory event in October, including several title matches and multi-man matches. The event happens on October 24th. Here, as as of right now, this is the this is the rumored card. The Impact World Title, Eddie Edwards, defending against Ken Shamrock. The Impact Tag Team Titles, the Motor City Machine Guns, defending against the North, the Good Brothers, and the team of Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. The Impact Knockouts Title, Diana Perazzo, defending against Kylie Ray. Also, Rich Swan versus Eric Young. A six-way Impact X Division title match. And a Call Your Shot Rumble. But that's what's rumored right now. It's not official here, folks, but it is it is a rumor right now. So we'll find that out. Hopefully, like I said, it's to come out, of course, October the 24th, of course. And one more quick story before we, of course, leave 
go to our wrestling history and birthday. Joseph Lee has our last story here. Renee Young reveals the title and details for her upcoming cookbook, which we have been we have been talking about that for a while. While appearing on today's episode of The Bump via, of course, Fightful, Renee Young revealed the title of her upcoming book, Messy in the Kitchen, My Guide to Eating Deliciously, Hosting fabulous, Fabulously, and Drinking Copiously. She said the book will likely arrive in the spring and will include 70 recipes overall, including foods and cocktails. She added that she has been cooking quite a bit in preparation for the book, as well as her photo shoot. Finally, she revealed she got uh, she got a smoker on the advice of Baron Corbin. So, so there you have it. There with some of our so some of your wrestling stories there for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, King Ice, ladies and gentlemen, King and W.O. Duarte Smith and the Iceman Jerry D. Duomo, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They're bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the, in the WWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTA's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor would we ever try, have we ever tried to, of course, do anything about that for the past five years. I just see a couple of folks have popped on here, and I will bring them on here, of course, here momentarily. So I ask for their indulgence, and I also ask, for their patience as well. <clears throat> so let's go to our history and birthdays here, of course, here for today, uh, August the 26th, of course, as we go into 9.42 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's go, first off, we start right here on this day in 1975 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The Black Jacks defeated the team of Irish Pat Barrett and Dominic DiNucci to win the WWF Tag Team titles. Barrett was a substitute for Victor Rivera, who was holding the titles with DiNucci, until he had left the company. Also on this day here, ladies and gentlemen, in 1979 in Orlando, Florida, Harley Race defeated Dusty Rhodes to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. Also on this date here in 1986, WWF taped the first ever episodes of WWF Superstars of Wrestling from the Providence Civic Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Also on this date in 1991, WWF, WWF presented SummerSlam from Madison Square Garden in New York City. About 20,000 people were in attendance with about 405,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, though some estimates have it as high as 600,000 lives. The show featured the wedding of Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth, though the two were married for about seven years at that point, and their marriage was on shaky ground. The couple divorced just a year later. And the final appearance for the Ultimate Warrior to WrestleMania 8 as he was suspended following the event after holding Vince McMahon out for more money. And here are the matches here. The British Bulldog, the Dragon, and the Texas Tornado defeated Power and Glory and the Warlord. This is Ricky Steamboat's first WWF pay-per-view match since March 27, 1988 at WrestleMania IV, and also his last WWF pay-per-view match until April 5, 2009, before that was WrestleMania 25. Bret Hart defeated Mr. Perfect to win the IC title. This was Perfect's final WWF match for a little over a year until returning at, at the 1992 Survivor Series, a team with Randy Savage to take on Rick Flair and Razor Ramon. Before that, Perfect transitioned to commentating and managing after recovering from a broken tailbone and bulged disc in his back. The Natural Disasters defeated the Bushwhackers. This featured the last appearance of Andre the Giant in the WWF. 
the final television appearance. Of course, sadly, we would lose Andre on January 27, 1993. Virgil defeated Ted DiBiase to win the million dollar title. The big boss man defeated uh, someone that JD, um, every time we, we, we say that, happen to say that name, uh, JD ends up playing this man's theme, but I'm not going to say who it is. But he defeats this person in a jailhouse match. As a result of the loss, the loser would be forced to spend the night in jail. And, of course, that was the man I was just mentioning. Yes. This would be Bossman's last SummerSlam match until 1999. The Legion of Doom defeated the Nasty Boys in a no-DQ match to capture the tag team titles. The win made the Legion of Doom the first and only duo to win the AWA, NWA, and WWF tag team titles. Also, IRS defeated Greg Valentine. Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior defeated the Triangle of Terror in a handicap match with Sid Justice as the guest referee. This was Hogan's last SummerSlam match until August 22, 2005. And this would be the Iron Sheik's first pay-per-view match since March 29, 1987, WrestleMania 3. But at, that, at this point, he was, of course, known as Colonel Mustafa. Uh, let's see, on this date here in, let me see, yes, 1999 in the ECW on TNN taping in Queens, New York. The ECW tag team titles changed hands twice. First, the Dudley Boys won the tag titles from the team of Raven and Tommy Dreamer. And, and, Raven, and Raven and Dreamer would win the tag titles from the Dudleys. After the match, the Dudleys were given a standing ovation and farewell. Also on this date in the year 2000, UPN broadcast the first episode of SmackDown. And here are some of the... Uh, um, <clears throat> and here, and let's check out the results here. Of course, of uh, here of of the show, the show did get a 5.8 rating with about nine million viewers watching. Uh, of course, it is the inaugural first match of the show as Billy Gunn defeated Jeff Jarrett in a non-title match. The Undertaker and the Big Show defeated the Acolytes and Kane and X Pac. And a triple threat to regain to, of course, pick it, to hold on to the tag team titles. Big Boss Man defeated Al Snow to win the hardcore title. After the match, Boss Man kidnapped Al Snow's chihuahua named Pepper. Road Dog defeated Jericho by DQ. This was Chris Jericho's first match in the WWF. Shane McMahon defeated Mankind before the match began. Tess and Stephanie both announced their engagement to the world. Tori, T-O-R-I, defeated Ivory in an evening gown match. And Triple H defeated The Rock to retain the WWF title in the main event of SmackDown with Shawn Michaels as the guest referee. As Michaels would help Triple H retain pick up the belt. This is the only appearance for Shawn Michaels on SmackDown since March of 2000. Um, since, of course, it would be, of course, March 2005 before we would do that again. Also on this date here, ladies and gentlemen, in 2002 on Raw from Madison Square Garden, RBD defeated Tommy Dreamer in a hardcore match to, to unify the Intercontinental and hardcore titles. After 240 title changes spanning four years, of course, 225 of these matches was via the infamous 24-7 rule. The hardcore championship is retired, but it was briefly brought back in the spring of 2006 with Edge and McFoley declaring themselves co-champions, but this reign is not recognized, nor the belt was ever defended. Also in that same show, Kane made his return to save Booker T and Goldust, and also the American flag, of course, was being burned. This is Kane's first appearance since April after he lost a Falls Count Anywhere match to X-Pac. Also on that same show, Triple H defeated The Undertaker 
in a number one contenders match. Also on that show, Stephanie McMahon announced that the WWF title would be exclusive, or WWE title, I should say, would be exclusive to SmackDown. And also features the first WWE appearance of Jimmy Snuka since November 1996. And coincidentally, it was in the same building that he made his last WWE appearance. However, Snuka would be attacked by both Rosie and Jamal. Also on this date in, 2000, see, in 2007, WWE presented SummerSlam from the Continental Airlines Arena in, in East Rutherford, New Jersey. The show featured the returns of both Triple H and Rey Mysterio, both of whom had missed extended time due to, to, of course, suffering knee injuries. Kane defeated Finley. Umaga defeated Carlito and Mr. Kennedy, that's Kennedy, to, of course, retain the Intercontinental title. Rey Mysterio defeated Chavo Guerrero. This was Rey's first appearance since October of 06. Beth Phoenix won a Divas Battle Royal to become the number one contender for the WWE Women's title. John Morrison defeated CM Punk to hold on to the ECW World title. Triple H defeated King Booker. This is Triple H's first match since January and King Booker's last WWE pay-per-view appearance until the 2011 Royal Rumble. And also Batista defeated the Great Khali by DQ in a World Heavyweight title match. John Cena defeated Randy Orton to retain the WWE title. Also on this date in 2011, Unigo began performing as Sin Cara. Also on that same day, Donna Cristinello sadly passed away at the age of 69 due to COPD. Also on this date in 2013, on Raw, AJ Lee goes on a pipe bomb rant on the Divas. We, of course, have, of course, one wrestling birthday to talk about here. Happy 39th birthday to former exhibition champion Petey Williams. Happy birthday to him. And now we got some pop culture history and birthdays here to talk about here. Uh, on this day in 1907, Harry Houdini escaped some chains underwater at Aquatic Park in only 57 seconds. On this day in 1912, Walter Johnson's 16-game winning streak ends. 1964, Lyndon Baines Johnson accepts nomination at Democratic Convention in Atlanta, in New Jersey. 1967, the Beatles, Mick Jagger, and Marianne Faithful meet Maharashi Mahesh Yoga. 1968, Hey Jude is released. The song Hey Jude is released by the Beatles. On this day in 1985, Orioles' Eddie Murray knocks in nine RBIs in the game versus the California Angels. On this date in 2015, Allison Parker and Adam Ward are sadly, are fairly shot live on TV by an ex-colleague in Manetta, Virginia. I believe this was WBBJ7. Uh, they were a part of. Uh, I think that's, I remember this. I remember this all too well. On his day in 2016, Colin Kaepernick kneels in protest during the U.S. national anthem at San Diego's Qualcomm Stadium while playing against the San Diego Chargers. Of course, we did mention this here earlier on Outside the Ropes. Happy 40th birthday to Home Alone star Macaulay Culkin. And also, John did mention today would have been the 65th birthday of wrestler Bobby Duncan Jr., who sadly, of course, passed away in January of 2000. I do believe it was. I believe it was a suicide, unfortunately. He, he died very young, so yes. And, John, that's all he's got for the rest of history and birthdays here for today. John, we thank you very much here for bringing that here to our attention. And, of course, like I said, we also got you your rest of the news and views in here tonight. 9.52 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, episode 878 of WWS Revolution, Wednesday, August 26, 2020, one 562 444 Caller ID 138055 pound. 
Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw on the line here as well as, of course, we have the human suplex machine, John Gross, of course, coming in to us from our talk show chat box. And we do have a couple of folks here that, of course, have made it on here. And we do, of course, thank them for waiting ever so patiently um, for uh, for um, while we, of course, finished up our news and history. Uh, first off, via... Okay, yes. Okay, and I was just told that Bobby Duncan Jr. died of an accidental overdose. Okay, thank, thank you very much. And I was told by this gentleman here, courtesy of our talk shoe courtesy of our talk shoe video service. He is a he is of course, ladies and gentlemen, the current GWI Phenom champion, as well as of course the WWUS Nexus champion. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here we have of course the one and the only the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on the line here has also been waiting very ever so patiently. Uh, like I said, part of our broadcast team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. He is a three-time WWS Hall of Famer, of course, 2015, 2017, and 2020. <clears throat> and let's see here. Yes, and also of course, um, and also of course, like I said, one half of our news tag Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, of course, uh, the man, of course, made of ice. Um, well, I guess, but of course, during the summertime, it tends it tends to melt a little bit here and there as well. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the Ice Man himself, the one and the only. Of course, we know him as JD, but of course, we know also his real name is. Jared D. Geralimo, J.D., welcome, of course, to 878, of course, of Revolution here tonight. Thank you very much for your patience. J.D., are you here? Oh, yes, and, gorgeous one is here, people. Uh, yes, of course, now we could probably start calling, stop calling him uh, Princess Pretty. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, I do have, but I do have an update, ladies and gentlemen, from NXT. Okay, well, I read a couple of them, but you're going right ahead. Let's see what you got. According to William Regal, it has been made official that next week, on Tuesday night... There will be a Fatal 4-Way NXT Iron Man 60-Minute Match. The four champions will do battle. They are Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Chiappa, Ben Balor, and Adam Cole, baby. And the winner, obviously, will become the new NXT champion because, as we did report, Karrion Cross had to relinquish due to a separated shoulder. Now the question is, and I've asked this the last couple of days to everyone, both on and offline, and I will ask this simple question. How long is Cross going to be out for? Well, knowing the, knowing the 
of what what they'll have to do possibly. You know, I mean, a lot of you know, you hear a lot of these athletes. You know, that they they think they'll come back early. They think they'll be in good shape, and some of them will will come back way too soon and everything like that. Um, I would say somebody like him because he's in great shape. Don't get me wrong, he's in terrific shape. Mm-hmm. I give it five months. I say, I'd say, I'd say six months, yeah. And that's a big loss because they just gave him that belt. Had, and, of course, and just like the situation with Finn Balor never got a chance to defend the universal belt. Same situation. And why in the world is Justin swinging around in his chair? I don't know. I have no idea why. Uh, he's, he's like he's doing – he's doing he's, – he's got a disco chair or something like that. He's Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for him to stand up and actually point to the ceiling. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny if he did. And then John says, holy camoli, no way, Cole versus Gargano versus Ciampa versus the the demon in a, and he said, the, I don't know why he said the dream, but the demon in a fatal four-way 60-minute Ironman match for the NXT title. That's never happened. Uh, no, yeah. Um, I just, that's okay, John. I know who you're talking about. That that's that's not happened at all. So uh, it's a surprise. I figured it would take them long for them to make a decision. So obviously they did. Um. Well, JD, anything else you would like to add on to what we previously reported in any? Uh, news or history before we proceed ahead. Oh, I have something to say. And believe me, it's not going to be pretty. I did not weigh in this last night, but I will weigh in with it now, however, with my thoughts about Monday Night Raw from Monday night. Some things I liked, some things I didn't like. Let's begin with some of the things I did not like. First off, we have apparently a lumberjack match, of course, involving the Empress herself, Asuka, against the blue-haired baby, crybaby Smurf, Sasha Banks with her bestie, the grandma, black-haired, say, arrogant, Bailey. And of course, Bailey earlier in the night took on Shayna Baszler, but not before everyone's favorite Samoan Savage, the no talent, nasty, nebby, let's just say narcissist, jack off Nia Jack shows up, if you will. And now we're going to hear Nia and Shayna are going to go after Bailey and Sasha coming up Sunday at Payback. Really? Really? Now, you're saying that you want these two to take on the Golden Role Models. B, what were you smoking this week, WWE writing team? Specifically, that bucktooth little beaver, Kevin Dickbag Douchebag Dunn, Bruce, I love you, Boyne Pritchard, and absolutely continues to make a bastardization of both shows. Being the little pissant that he is. And of course, 
the man who basically showed up, didn't like the script, told him to rewrite the show, and didn't have a show in place and basically a script in hand as he was working on the show feverishly like a madman on his birthday, no less. The senile racist, bigoted, arrogant, narcissistic, rich, spoiled millionaire himself. I'm talking about VKM himself, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. We all know what happened there. Another thing that was interesting was the whole Kevin Owens, Alistair Black KO show segment. Hopefully now they can do something right, however, with the Dutch destroyer, Alistair Black. Because they've continued to be wasting him time and time again ever since he's been up on the main roster. Even though he's had a few good fleeting moments here and there. Somewhat. But now Alistair Black can show how awesome he can be and how much of he can be a brutalizer. Be a, be, uh, show things. He's not arrogant, but let's just say he can show how awesome he is. Hopefully they give him a good push. And no, he's not a boy. He's not a bitch. He's not a brute. Let's just say he is a destroyer. He's looking to show mm-hmm. everyone how much... Let's just say, I need another good B-word to describe how much of a, a brute he can be. And hopefully they do something right with him. Talking about the 24-7 title, I, you know what I've said in the past, and I'm going to say the same thing I'm saying again, so you know what I've said in the past, and I'll let it go with that. As far as the Garza Age Andrade Street Profit thing with Demi Burnett, that blonde little bimbo, as I'm calling her, please put an end to this story. Please end this crap, just like you should end the crap with Raw Underground. Then, of course, we have Bianca Belair, the KOD, teaming up with Liv Morgan, however, and Ruby Riot, taking on the moronics of Mrs. Ty Dillinger, Sean Spears, that penguin little, puffed-up little, pompous Peyton Royce, and Dilly, boring, kangaroo K. Who continue to say they're so iconic. Shut up. You're not iconic. And of course they were teaming up with Selena Vega. Go figure. Then of course we have the best of all time people as they call themselves. Lackluster Lana. And of course Nebby Natalia. And once again they find a way to make fun of Mickey James. Make her try to look like a fool. But what happened there Natty and Lana? Oh that's right. Mickey out fought you. Out basically didn't fight you, but outsmarted you. Another thing that was stupid was, of course, once again, no disrespect to anyone intended to this guy or not, but everyone's favorite little rat, rancid, roach, Randy Orton, who not only kicked Drew McIntyre once, not twice, but three freaking times. Showing once again, however, that he thinks he's a tough guy by basically laying out Drew the Dragon Destroyer, world's champion McIntyre. And now McIntyre has not been cleared, nor has he been cleared to fight this Sunday. Instead, bask in all his glory. You always say, and who am I talking about, you ask? Oh, yes. The former NXT champion, the very unique Keith Lee. But what do they do? Oh yeah. They piss on Keith Lee his first freaking night and bury him already, in my opinion. And if anyone wants to agree with or disagree with me, they can. But I'm saying they've already buried him. 
But yet we're going to see a rematch between Lee and Orton on Sunday. Go figure. Go figure. But let's talk about the main event now and the aftermath that followed. Ray and Dominic, father and son, teaming up against the Monday Night Moron, Slimebag, Shithead, Sellout, Scumbag, Subpar, Seth Rollins, and his little meatball, little maggot moron uh, guy who likes to cause mayhem also, basically, with Rollins, Murphy. And Ray and Dominic won. Or so we thought. But then, Retribution shows up. And beats the crap out of the Mysterios. And yet, what does Rollins and Murphy do? Oh, they run like scared little bitches and cowards to the back. Because they didn't want to deal with Retribution. They let the Mysterios get the crap kicked out of them. Gee, Rollins, was it too late to have your mouth all over Vince's dick on his birthday and sucking it? However, for his birthday? Because I'm sure you would have liked to have had you have his, your mouth all over by sucking his dick on his birthday by basically kissing his ass along with your boyfriend and letting the Mysterios getting the crap kicked out of them. B. Great move, you stupid moron. Once again, showing you how much of an arrogant little scumbag you really are and continue to be an arrogant little scumbag that you really are with this whole Monday Night Moron Messiah gimmick. So yeah, Monday Night Raw, everyone said, was a great show or a good follow-up show on SummerSlam. All I can say is one word to that. Bullshit. Bullshit in a big way. Another thing that WWE should be apologizing for shouldn't be really absolutely showing should apologize for is what happened with a couple things that happened during the Thunderdome segment. One of them I'm sure everyone heard was that apparently some guy dressed up in a KKK outfit and they did not notice it on camera, but they pulled away from it too they pulled away from it quickly because they didn't want to show it on camera. Yet now WWE has said whoever did that, however, that fan has been banned from the Thunderdome for life and will not be allowed back on again. Good move, WWE. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that to be honest. I think that was a good move. But yet, later on the night, or sometime during the show also, we saw another thing happen. Apparently, a Chris Benoit thing happened. Yet WWE did not acknowledge it or nor said anything about that because once again, Vince showing the arrogance of his ways and so much of an er total little ass clown, little above average person he really is. And by that, I mean he continues to show every week that these shows continue to be above average, but also continuing to show more and more of the asshole side of him, both in and out of the, off television. Does WWE, did the WWE bother to acknowledge this or even show it on camera, just like they did the whole KKK thing? From what I heard, I don't think anyone saw it. If they did, they might have just seen it for a split second, but all I know is I heard something about it. And yet WWE said at the time they didn't want to show it on camera because they think they would have caught heat from probably both the fans and maybe more often than not the whole USA Network in general. So yeah, once again, WWE, you just continue to show how much arrogance you show. And yet, this Sunday, you're putting on another pay-per-view six days after putting on your second biggest show of the year called WWE Payback. You couldn't wait another month or so to hype up your next big show, which is now going to be held at the end of September, supposedly a week at the end of September. And the reason why you're doing that is because, Vince, it shows how much of a scared little bitch you really are. Because next week, there's going to be an organization headed up by Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes, Randy Rhodes and the entire people of Daly's Place down there in Jacksonville, Florida, not that far away from you, who are going to kick your sorry little ass all over the place. 
And that organization is three simple letters. A. E. Fucking W. So yes, once again, Vince, you think that next week, however, you're going to get the jump again on w- NXT, AEW by moving your NXT show to Tuesday night for one night. Hmm. Interesting. Considering you had Raw the night before, you have an NXT moved up a night. Does that mean you think you're going to take on again and show how much of an arrogant old prick you are? And how much stupid you are? Yeah, sounds like it. So yeah, in the end, once again, WWE shows no remorse, no compassion, no sympathy to anyone. So yeah, all I'm going to say is, our Vince, it's time for you to finally go to the old folks' home with your walker or your wheelchair, whatever you have, and stay there and rot in hell for the rest of your life. <laughs> yes, because right now, that's what you ought to be doing, is rotting mm-hmm. in hell for those stories. Because you continue to show every week how much of an arrogant little prick you really are. It's time for letting someone else run the show for a change. Whether it's Shane, whether it's Rudar, whether it's even Linda, but it's not going to be either one of them. It could be Shane, maybe. It could be Stephanie. Mm, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see if that's the case. As far as Triple H goes, however... We know he's got NXT on his plate to deal with right now, but i like to see him move up a spot and start helping out in the office. I mean, you've been having him kiss your ass for the last 20 years since he basically married your daughter, but yet you don't show any sympathy. You show no remorse. You show no compassion anymore. You don't have the same drive that you once did. And you're saying that it's everyone's fault. You're saying it's everyone's fault that basically cost you or basically turn their back on you. No, Vince. They didn't turn their back on you. They just realized how much they've seen the air of your ways. And they continue to see the air of your ways. And so, as I conclude this brief icebreaker, and although I would like to add a little bit more, I'm going to try to add a little bit more, if I can, maybe tomorrow night, and possibly maybe Friday. If not tomorrow, actually I'll maybe mention it on Friday when I do my predictions. All I know is right now, Vince, as uh, Karen Cross says, tick-tock, tick-tock. Right now, you should be hearing those same words. Because right now, simply put, tick-tock, tick-tock means one thing. Your days are numbered. And your chance of keeping the organization that you have held for so many years with your father be once and for all buried six feet deep in the ground. If you think you're going to resurrect it by having either Shane or Stephanie run it, (laughs) I wish you good luck. Because right now, all I can say is, it doesn't look good from here. may be done once and for all. You have no one to blame, but yourself. Well put, indeed. Well put. I mean, of course, course, obviously, J.D. did have a lot to say as as it pertained to what happened Monday night. Um, well, I was a little bit confused, though, in terms we talked about, of course, this women's tag title match we're going to have on Sunday. I thought I kept hearing somewhere that it was supposed to be Shayna teaming up with Oscar, but I guess I, I it don't was, know it was, it, it, it was, it, well, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be, but then, though, about that, but now it's not, it's going to be Oscar, Shayna Baszler. And Nia Jax. Well, what is they, it? 
1999 booking again? They led to the suspension on Nia Jax, apparently. I thought she was suspended. Oh, yeah. She said she had her suspension lifted, but she apologized to Pat Buck. But she doesn't, she doesn't care what anyone thinks anymore. She doesn't care because it's all, all about her. She thinks everything should be about her. Yeah, I thought I saw something about it. Obviously, of course, uh, they said you know, if, they, if they win, you know, they'll stay out of each other's way and everything like that. And I've also heard something about Nia actually slapping Shayna. Yeah, she, she did. Yeah, earlier in the night. And then Shayna, for the better judgment, let's just say, for the better part of the judgment, shall we say, in a way, calls Nia Jax Haystacks Calhoun. Takes a jab at her. Yet, at the same time she says this, we all know what happened, what was it, a few months ago, apparently, when Shayna got into some trouble by making those remarks about Natty and Becky Lynch about her baby. Yet, what does Vince do? He decides to reward Shayna by teaming her up with the biggest Samoan savage of them all, the no-telling, no-selling, nasty, arrogant, narcissistic, jack-off herself, Nia Jax. Shows you how desperate they really are. And also and you sure. think it's going to work. And you think that's going to work on Sunday? Hell no. The only thing that's going to be interesting to see at that pay-per-view on Sunday is what, is what everybody saw last Friday, what everybody saw on Sunday, and what everybody saw on Monday. And that was obviously the Thunderdome itself. It's going to be the only thing everybody is going to really get right. darn so, so that's my personal opinion here because obviously, of course, I mean, the Thunderdome is a, is a pretty unique thing that they've come out with here. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and point out here that, of course, as you know, during our TakeOver SmackDown Prediction title challenge, that we did have five of the other folks that participated in the voting actually tie for the number, uh, uh, number of uh predictions correct between of course both takeover and SummerSlam. So what we have done is is that I set this up uh, I do believe I set this up on Sunday Sunday evening that the that the five folks that actually uh tied uh that 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 tied in in the actual prediction title challenge I posted a special poll on the prediction predict pay-per-view prediction center uh page um, the five folks, who, of course, uh, uh, that, 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 like I said, that tied to, to see who was going to earn the opportunity to pick up the new WCWS Thunderdome Championship. Those five people are as follows. Justin Carter, the Iceman Jerry D. Girolamo, the Human Suplex, I mean, I'm sorry, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Can Club's Mitt Patel, and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, the voting really has not gone that much since I think earlier in the week when we after we posted this. But apparently, uh, right now as it stands, that right now we still have a tie with with four votes each between Justin Carter and JD. Michelle Mitt and Justin Lewis Fleming has has not received any votes at all. As a result of this, 
So, like I said here, if like I said, the voting is the voting is still still going is still continuing on, and that and those and that uh, like I said will end at midnight, of course, this coming Saturday. And of course, like I said, the one with the most votes afterwards, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, will pick up will be the brand new WWUS Thunderdome champion. Now, where will that leave the remaining four? That of course that also tied in that prediction title challenge. Well, whoever doesn't afford that, of course, like I said, the other four that, of course, that does not pick up the Thunderdome belt will be rewarded with other championship belts. As I said before, and I did make a promise here, that everyone that was involved in our prediction title challenge, rather, of course, we had it online and or, of course, written down, of course, uh, the way we normally do so here, um, as of course for the for the for these folks uh, that took part in this, the other four that took part in this already received their 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 uh, belts. As we said, of course, the human suplex machine John Gross came in second with eight predictions right, and he picked up the WWS Boiler Room Championship. Also, of course. Uh, a member of John's uh, Sports and Rest uh, Sports and Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page, Osuji Hillville, picked up seven predictions, and he picked up the he is the new UFC US Lions Den champion. The Cowboy Clinton James Smith, of course, came up with six predictions, and he picked up the WCW US Retribution Championship. And Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler, who of course, like I said, was the only one that didn't really. That only that did not go, was not able to go online to do it, but he did. We did get predictions for him for just summer, but but he did get four predictions here correct, and he picked up the new WCWS Total Package Championship. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wait and see what happens here with this. And like I said, I will make it. I will make, of course, a judgment call as to whoever whoever doesn't win the, the Thunderdome belt from from these. The remaining four, that, of course, that took part in this after we award the Thunderdome title, the other four participants will, of course, be receiving a championship belt, of course, of my choosing through some belts that, of course, we are continuing to develop here, of course, each and every day. And we've got some more. We got some more belts that have, that have popped up here within the last couple of days. So. So. Uh, <clears throat> so, of course, like I said, folks, uh, We'll be, of course, like I said, um, we'll, we'll we'll definitely be, of course, be like I said, be, be continuing to observe this, and not really much has, like I said, um, not many more votes have been added on here, on here, since this happened. But like I said, right now, Justin Carter and Jared DiGiorno are tied right now with four votes each, and of course. I will go ahead and say in the event that this stays a tie by the end of this, I will do one more poll with with this time just uh, with just Justin Carter and JD involved, and the winner of that with the most votes will pick up the Thunderdome belt. I will narrow it down, but of course we'll give like I said both these we'll, we'll give everybody here of course the fair shots here as we always do. So we, of course, like I said, we'll continue, of course, to go forward here with that. 
The human suplex machine, John Gross, had to leave early due to, of course, a um, to get his, of course, uh, show prepared here for tonight, as he, of course, obviously was going to be weighing in on the situation involving the NBA. Um, of course, a lot of games were not going to take place due to, of course, to the shooting that they had up in Wisconsin that took place in Wisconsin. Um, several teams did not take the floor tonight. Of course, we did hear about that here, of course, through other sources. I did read some as well online. But it was, uh, and of course, I'm going to have a whole lot, a whole lot more problems, of course, on the horizon here, folks. More continue to develop. So we just have to continue to, to stay positive on a lot of things and just continue to say, you know, say prayer after prayer after prayer in hopes that we, of course, are able to get around this, hopefully, as soon as we possibly can. 10.21 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. On, of course, uh, Wednesday, August 26, 2020, episode 878 of WCWS Revolution here, uh, 1-605-562-0444-138055-POUND. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw here alongside the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming here tonight. Uh, apparently, the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, apparently was not really feeling well. Um, I'm not sure if, if, if wrestling debate was handled tonight or not. I'm not really sure. But uh, but hopefully, like I said, if, if Mitt was not feeling well, I'm sure at least if Shaq did pop on and took care of that for us, then I hope, like I said, we uh, – um, I'm sure it was a great show, and I definitely advise everyone to, of course, take – I definitely, of course, let uh, – um, Invite folks to, of course, to go back and listen to a lot of these episodes here as well. While we have a few moments here, folks, I will go ahead and point out tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, uh, NWO Wolfpack, of course, our second installment, 138-521-POUND. In addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here, we will also, of course, uh, do some more discussion here as far as with, of course, AEW being on tomorrow night, we'll definitely do some more talk about AEW and NXT tomorrow night. Uh, we also will, what we will also do here, folks, of course, is apparently we don't have uh, a lot of folks here on the show tonight. Uh, what, we, what we're going to go ahead and do, ladies and gentlemen, is going to postpone the talk about SmackDown's matches from SummerSlam and we're going to put that all with all our big-time talk tomorrow night on Wolfpack, of course, with the TakeOver pay-per-view discussion, as well as, of course, the AEW and NXT discussion here from tonight and tomorrow night as well. So we'll definitely have a whole lot to talk about here tomorrow evening. There'll be, there'll be no doubt about that at all whatsoever. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but like I said, uh, let's see here. What else? If Let's see what else, what else does everybody here ha else have to so here, JD, are you back with us? Yeah, he has not. He has not returned as of yet. Um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we of course continue to encourage you to check out all of our pages. Of course, here in the in the WWS radio and in, in the in the stable of groups. Of course, on Facebook, <clears throat> with of course the four uh, championship belts that we did award from this past weekend, we did add those on to our list of the Hall of Champions, of course, on our page, WWS Universe, so for your perusal there as well. 
I can also point out, ladies and gentlemen, that the Tuesday, the revolution after Labor Day, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I will go ahead and point that out here. This match has already been made official here that uh, <clears throat> that the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, will be doing some heavy duty. Will be doing some. Uh, will be doing some heavy duty uh, defending here. As of course, as we said here, ladies and gentlemen, if you recall, he did, of course, uh, in in separate matches, did get by the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and of course the the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. I'm back to okay to to pick up a court to to hold on to the uh, WCCWS World Title and the WCWS Intergender Title. Well, it has been made official, ladies and gentlemen, that what we have officially decided to. What we have officially decided to do here, ladies and gentlemen, is that, that the Tuesday after Labor Day, of course, on Revolution, the human suplex machine, John Gross, will be bringing in the WCWS uh, intergender title, the Fiend, I believe the uh, Phenom title, and also, of course, the WCCWS World Heavyweight title, and Justin will be bringing in the GWI Phenom title, as all four of these championship belts will be on the line in a triple threat match, John versus Justin versus Mitt, one man will be leaving out of will be leaving out of Revolution the night after Labor Day with all four of those championship belts. And gentlemen, and I want to tell you ahead of time, I will probably be there that night to be sitting in the commentary chair, but I will be watching all four of you, and I will say. The best luck to you four, but just remember, where there's darkness, there's the storm a-coming. So you never know who could be coming up to take whoever wins all four. But I will wish you all four good luck because I know it is going to be one hell of a match. Yes, like I said, four championship belts. Um, of course, from both WWS and GWI, of course, John defending... Uh, three of those belts, and Justin defending. John, good luck, my man. And I know he's got his show on right now, but I know he hears me. John, if you're hearing me, and I know you are, even though you're doing your show right now, good luck. But uh, before I go, I will say congratulations definitely in a big, big way goes out to Brizongo. I cannot believe they did defeat Imperium tonight for the belts. Uh, Well-deserved to Tyler and to Handango, however, and I know Michelle has got to have a big, Big grin on her face right now, Nat, if she did watch it. But uh, we know Imperium is going back to UK, however, starting in a few weeks. But now that begs the big question. Depending on what happens, however, possibly in the Fatal 4-Way next week. Here's the thing. What's going to happen with Walter? Could we see? Could we see now, folks? Possibly. Walter... And whoever wins the Fatal 4-Way in a double champion match like we did before with Cole and uh, Matt, uh, Keith Lee, maybe at the next NXT UK show, whether it be the pay-per-view or possibly US pay-per-view. We're going to see. But folks, like I said, very interesting. I also want to say WWE for bringing Wade Barrett in took guts. Very serious guts on that part. But at the end of the day, uh, like I said, is what it is. But uh, one last thing very quickly. 
Um, I have ranted about this many times over about college football, and I'm going to rant about this again, especially in my neck of the woods, very quickly. And I'm going to get going here in a second. I don't want to make it too long. Earlier today, they said, apparently, however, I guess, however, that they are now going to uh, basically have all Western PA schools or Whitfield schools plan to participate in fall sports. There's a few schools not going to be playing. I understand that. That's understandable. It is what it is. But I still think, however, some of these college football conferences, like the ACC, the SEC, and the Pac-12, going on with the season as they said they are going to do it, I do not understand why they're doing it. I think it's stupid. I think it's arrogance. Narcissistic, if you ask me. And they think they need the money, like the Texases, the uh, North Carolinas, no disrespect to them, Virginias, the Virginia Techs, the Miamis, the Georgias, the Floors, the Alabamas, the LSUs, the Oklahomas, the Oklahoma States, uh, the K-States, uh, like I said, the Texas Techs, especially when Texas Tech I heard, I think it was, and I mentioned this to, I think, Justin and Mitt and I don't think I mentioned it to you, Chad, but I have been hearing reports that now there's a report on UCLA, and I'm looking here right now. UCSC, however, has halted the workout after apparently a positive COVID-19 test tower, apparently, mind you. It says the school's weekly surveillance test tower recorded eight positive tests between the football team and the men's water polo team. I heard today that 23 preseason All-Americans are not slated to play. Texas Tech is already talking about still going on with practices. Yet, I heard between 15 and 20 people have already tested possibly positive for the COVID-19 down there in Texas Tech. Yet, they're still going to go on. Shut it down, guys. It's not worth the risk this year. It is not worth it. And as far as the NBA goes, let me get you out on this, and I'm going to weigh in on this topic. I understand what's happening in Wisconsin. Okay, I get that. What has happened is very tragic, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I mean that to be in all seriousness. Our thoughts and prayers are with the two people that were affected last night with what happened in Wisconsin. But as far as, like I said, what the NBA did today, I know a lot of people have different opinions about this. I don't. All I can say is they made the right move. And if anyone wants to disagree with me or agree with me, they can do that too. But what Milwaukee did today took guts. What the Lakers did tonight took guts. Hell, what Houston took took guts too. But now I'm hearing reports saying that possibly in the next 24 or 48 hours we could see the shutdown of the NBA once and for all. Is it really worth doing this right now? Especially when you're not that far away from the finish line. Sure, I mean... We've had a crazy year, and we've all talked about it. It has been a wild wacky, and this will go down as one of the crazier years, if not one of the most uh, insane things that has happened of all time and maybe ever. But right now, you've got to think about what else could happen next. We say that saying all the time. I don't know what could happen next now. I really don't. But whatever may happen, however, let's just get through it together as best we can as hard as we can and try to get through it as best we can because already we don't need no more suffering we don't mean to say best we need no more pain we don't need more anger hatred anything we need to get things back it's going to take a long while and it's going to take a good while to get there but if we can however so much to bear but if not I shudder to think what could happen next. I really do.
So on that note, folks, I will close it out of the evening. I do thank you all for letting me have my, let's just say, moment in the sun. No pun intended. But folks, fear not. You're in good hands because I will be back again on Friday, hopefully Friday afternoon, with Shaq, Justin, Mitt on the sports machine. We don't know yet what time. Hopefully we'll have it for you. We'll let you know about that. But Friday night, folks, I will weigh in with my payback thoughts. And oh boy, I'm going to have a lot to say about that. So be ready, folks. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. So you know where to reach me all. Phone, email, text, by phone. Just want to say to everyone out there for the rest of the week, stay safe, be careful, use common sense, wash your hands, just keep good positive thoughts, not negative anymore, because we don't need no more of that, even though right now we're kind of continuing to be that way. So until Friday, this is your favorite, let's just say, unique raw uh, radio guy saying, don't let the ice slip you up and trip you on your feet. Just use common sense. See you all on Friday. JD, thank you very much, sir. You definitely, by all means, take care. And please, by all means, sir, uh, please uh, continue to, of course, uh, stay safe. And, of course, about the sports thing, that's something, as you know, that I have been saying all this time. They should not have been doing anything at all. But now it takes this for them to takes us to finally make them wake up and realize it. Unbelievable. See you guys Friday. Take care, Jenny. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo there. We thank you very much for coming on here tonight. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> of course, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, uh, still, of course, recovering from the uh, effects, of course, from his situation he had several weeks ago with his kidney stone. Um, kidney stone um, situation. We continue to say a prayer for him. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we have not heard any other updates as of yet from the heartbreak kid, Fonzie. We do know that he, last we had heard, he had he had contracted, of course, the infamous virus, but we have not heard of any other updates about him to see how he is doing. We, of course, continue to try to stay in touch, of course, myself. The Empress Henry Rickenbach, also JD, since he, JD lives closer to him. Uh, we're trying our very, very best, of course, to keep uh, to keep up with uh, with everyone here, of course. Also, of course, uh, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, and her family. She's just asked for continued prayer. And again, ladies and gentlemen, we don't. I don't delve into to any personal nature of any of, of anyone involved with WWS because that's simply just what it is. It's of a personal nature here. And like I said, everybody here has a life outside of WCWS. They have things they have to do. And, of course, like I said, I applaud. I applaud them. I applaud them wholeheartedly. Um, I applaud them, of course, wholeheartedly for, uh, for, 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 <clears throat> for, like I said, for really stepping up here and doing things. Uh, we're doing, doing, we're doing, like I said, like I said, you know, still keeping up, uh, uh, 
with a lot of stuff that they have going on there in their personal lives there as well. But also still trying to find a, always find a way to come on and, like I said, leave their, give their personal thoughts and opinions about everything, of course, that's been, um, that's been going on here, of course, here, uh, here in the world of wrestling, in the world of sports and everything else. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we always say, by all means, to continue, of course, like I said, to do your best to try to, you know, like I said, come on and speak your mind about different things. And like I said, even sometimes there may be an opportunity, opportunities that you may not you may not get an opportunity to talk about any about wrestling all the time. Even though I know that's primarily what we do, but we may talk about other things. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, at least that that just shows that you know that how knit, how tightly knit we are in terms of, of course, everyone involved here with WWS, and of course. I could not ask for a better group of folks to be involved with than, of course, in these people here. Yeah, we may be spread around all over the place here, from North Carolina to Virginia to Pennsylvania to New York to Arkansas to Florida to Georgia to Canada. You, I mean, you you name it. I mean, we're all over the place. California, of course, now. But still, that doesn't mean, like I said, uh, um, but that doesn't mean, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it may it, it may just it may just sound like all this is we're all just in one space. And of course, sometimes I'll tell you the truth here, ladies and gentlemen, on a personal level, I often wish that we were, of course, we were all we, that we all were, uh, of course, in the same in the same area, in the same spot. I mean, and you know, but of course, like I said, I mean, why, why that may not be. Why that may not be the case here sometime, but but who knows? One of these days we will get a chance to see each other in person. I will be more than happy to shake these people's hands. I'll be able to give them a real big hug and tell them and all that. Tell them point blank how much I I definitely appreciate everything that they have done and keep continue to do for WWUS, whether it's any of our groups, any of our shows, anything involved in us, you know. I always thank them for their contributions, and of course, I can I cannot <clears throat> I get kind of choked up in talking about it. But everybody involved, like I said, like I said, has has done a great a great job <clears throat> making sure WWS stays on speed. Like I said, WWS as a whole has been around since 2008. Of course, the network itself has been around, like as I've been talking about, since 2015. But like I said here, folks, we continue to try to stay strong as we ever have. And like I said, <clears throat> the more, like I said, the more, the more tightly knit we are. Like I said, you know, the better we get along on different things, and we always have good. But we always have fun. We always do a lot of great, a lot of great things here, and <clears throat> and discussions, of course, can get a little bit intense at times. But you know what? You know, that's what keeps us motivated here big time, indeed. So, Ladies and gentlemen here, I know it's a little bit early, but we're going to go ahead and cut out here for the night because really there's not a whole lot, but much more we're going to plan on talking about. But as we said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to save NWO Wolfpack 138-521 pound tomorrow night at 9 o'clock uh, for, of course, <clears throat> what will be a big time wrestling discussion. As we, of course, we're, we're, we will talk about, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, 
We will, of course, talk about both NXT and AEW. Uh, NXT from the night and AEW for tomorrow night. We'll talk about TakeOver. We'll talk about the SmackDown matches from SummerSlam. <clears throat> and we'll, we'll just have a good old-fashioned time here and, 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 and having just a lot of big-time talks and everything of that nature. Uh, I definitely want to, of course, th- of course, want to thank, as always, I definitely want to thank, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. I also want to thank the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. And also, I definitely want to thank the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, for, of course, coming on here tonight and helping us out here with bringing in a lot of big-time talk here indeed. And we'll have a lot more here, of course, coming up here. Um, and I do know that we have, like, several folks that have already signed up for the Prediction Title Challenge for Payback. And I believe that it is John, Mitt, and Justin that has signed up so far. Uh, but we'll keep you informed about if anybody else plans on doing this. Uh, I know John has already got his challenge up on his page. And I'll be posting mine up here again very, very soon, as soon as we, of course, hear about any more matches that does pop up. <coughs> So we will, of course, keep you informed, of course, about all of that. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, I definitely want to thank, like I said, J.D., John, and Justin, of course, here for popping on here and helping me out here tonight with 878 or Revolution. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, of course, be sure to check out all of our groups here in WCWS, of course, including the video vault with all the classic wrestling footage. Uh, for our for our for our female wrestling fans, don't forget women of WCWS. We have a lot of we have a, a lot of tremendous women's matches in the past and present. Be sure to check some of those out there as well. Also, of course, be sure to check out uh, Sports Roundup, Game Show Alley, uh, Entertainment Cavalcade, of course, the Movie Channel, Location of Animation. Also, of course, uh, we uh, uh, NWA US, WCCW US, and ROH US. We have posted some great matchups here uh, uh, from, of course, those, those organizations here just recently on there. So be sure to check some of them out. Um, but uh, check out all of our pages here, of course. Right? We have a lot of great stuff posted there indeed. Uh, of course, our tribute groups to Johnny Carson, Don Rickles, and, of course, also Who's Lines It Anyway. But we welcome you, of course, to check out everything we've got on hand. And we'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions about everything that we've got up and, up and going there. Um, and you'll be glad, of course, once you take a look at everything, you'll be, of course, uh, you'll, you'll be, you'll, you'll definitely be, of course, like I said, uh, be definitely be, uh, stunned and entertained by every single bit there indeed. Revolution episode 878 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here, of course, on talkshoe.com. We are, of course, <clears throat> five years older, continuing to be bolder. Radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection folks take care of yourselves and each other and of course like we said remember mr wws's rules to live by of course dealing with this pandemic of course wash your hands stay clean and of course definitely ladies and gentlemen by all means pray that's what we all need as jd says of course, we don't need any more hatred we need to we need to really start likes and looking after with each other start being being proven why we are officially called the united states we definitely want to we definitely want to of course like i said like i said have like an extended front here of course especially with a lot of folks going through this whole situation with the pandemic and everything not deciding deciding about what where they're what they're 
where their next meal is going to be, where their next place, where they're going to live at next, and all that stuff. We, of course, continue to say prayer for all those affected by all this. And, of course, we hope that, like I said, we we do our very, very best to, like I said, try to extend a hand in any way, shape, or form that we possibly can to help those folks who can, who can, who, who will definitely like, who can definitely, um, that will definitely, like I said, be able to do just simply just that. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourselves and God bless you, folks. Remember, since 2015, your source for everything, of course, in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only the WCW US Radio Network. Take care and God bless you, folks. We'll talk at you tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack. Have a good evening, folks. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.